stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Today is Friday, October 14th, and Kenny Van Doren is back. He's back from his from his journeys down down south. It's warm enough for flew, him now. Flew south to the winds for the winter. Now. It is actually colder now. My uh, my family woke up at their cabin and there was snow, like a couple inches of snow. I saw that. And I just that's that's bonkers to me. I'm not in I'm not in thinking about snow mode. It's close yet. to the season, man. I I guess it's spooky season and Kirktober, so mm-hmm. that's good. Kenny Payton, how are we? Awful. Good. Let's just get to the what show. What Patrick Chung is doing? But wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was certainly a response to a "how are you" question. Um, anyway, I guess moving on. Obviously, Kenny was down south in Gainesville for Mizzou, Florida, which we are going to dive into. But first and foremost, uh, we need another expert. In addition to Kenny being a being a, a talented writer that he is, um, <laughs> we're, such we're, a great writer, we're Kenny Van on, Doren. He loves the compliments. We're bringing on another another uh, guest, some help. Um, Many many people might know of uh, of PFF. We brought in our own PFF college football analyst to help us break down um, the Mizzou Florida and just talk college football in general. So everyone, give a nice unwritten welcome to Max Chadwick, PFF college football analyst. Max, how are you today? Welcome to the unwritten. I'm rule. doing. I'm doing great, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course, mm-hmm. thank you for coming on. So, um, I mean, I guess we just dive right into it. So, Mizzou. Florida down in Gainesville. Um, final score: Mizzou seventeen, Florida twenty-four. I was close in my score predictions. I was too. I needed so Florida to get one more touchdown. Um, Kenny, I respect you for for picking Mizzou and being the. I, only I really one thought Mizzou was going to pull that off. Um, yeah, so. they they there was a it was a hard fought game. I mean, the the defense obviously did its thing. I guess I think we I think we just let our guest open things up, Max. Um, did you watch this game? What were your thoughts on on Mizzou, Florida? Um, you know, and your thoughts on both of these teams, I guess, so far this season overall. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys are, you know, all go to Missouri, and, and you know, Missouri. I, I never thought really would make it that close of a game. Uh, you mentioned it's only a seven point loss for the Tigers, and yeah, it was surprising. I think it was a very good showing for Missouri. Florida, you know, is not as good as people once thought they were early in the season, but certainly still a, a pretty decent team and. For Missouri to, you know, hold Anthony Richardson to what they did. He only had 14 pass attempts all game. Florida really tried to run the ball down their throat. They did a really good job of it. They averaged seven yards of carry in that game as well. But Missouri hung around in there, man, and it was a very impressive day for them. Yeah, I, I thought so. I mean, the defense, once again, is just finally finding, like, the consistency, I think, where every game now I go into it more and more confident that, you know, yeah. they're at least going to show up. Um, but on the other side of the ball, I mean, that's where the, the problems kind of start. Um, obviously, Nathaniel Pete had a great game, 117 carries, a touchdown. But Brady mm-hmm. Cook, Kenny, you were at this game. I mean... Yeah, I, I think it's just frustrating for the players and the staff in general. You know, three three consecutive games of losing by one score. You know, trying to get over that hump could have down the national, you know, the reigning national champions. Um, but, you know, Mizzou's kind of proven that they can, you know... St- 
you know, stick with the big dogs. They can stick with anyone in this conference. They kind of prove that they can beat any team. I think any of these games that they have left on their schedule, except Tennessee, yeah. is a win possibility. You know, that's you're trying to get to six and six. You're trying to get to six wins. And I know Max and I talked about this a few weeks ago, but he thought you know they could go five and seven, maybe six and six, slip in there. It's just it's getting tougher each week to kind of see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Peyton. Um. Well, it's. Uh... I mean, Max summed it up really well. Uh, the defense, uh, they were good at just totally taking away any air attack that Florida had. Um, but, man, they in the second half, they straight struggled against the run. I don't really know what went wrong there. Uh, just a couple missed tackles, if I remember correctly. D-line didn't have a great day, but they did only hold Florida to 14 points. Um, in that half, uh, despite getting just run all over. Um, at the end of the day, it really did feel like this truly felt like the first game where Brady Cook completely torpedoed um, Mizzou's chances. I mean, he had just two terrible picks. I mean, one in the red zone and the other a pick six like while they were driving. Uh, it was just not a good day for him. Yeah, it was it was it was real bad. I mean, he had a I, I pulled it up here for for I guess to get Max's take on on Brady Cook. He had an offensive grade of sixty three point six from PFF. Um, you know, Max, what what did you see from him that I guess warranted that grade? And and you know, are are the worrying signs that I think we've been seeing for the next couple weeks legit? Should we be concerned of of Brady Cook maybe sabotaging this team from becoming bowl eligible and, and getting to where they need to be? Yeah, you know, there is talent on this team for sure. You know, especially at the wide receiver position. Like Dominic Lovett is one of our highest graded receivers in the SEC right now. Obviously, you guys all know about Luther Burden, uh, top Mm -hmm. three recruit in the country, which is crazy for like Missouri to be getting that kind of caliber player. But he could be an absolute superstar. But the problem is when your quarterback just can't deliver on the ball consistently, that's going to be a big issue for your passing game. You guys brought it up perfectly. I mean, yeah, Brady Cook has really not graded out very well at all. His last three games have been graded below a 60 um, for us so far. He has eight big-time throws this year, 11 turnover-worthy oh. plays. Whenever you have more turnover-worthy plays than big-time throws, that's a, a big issue. So, yeah, I mean, listen, like I said, I think, you know, you mentioned some other guys on uh, on Missouri, like Nathaniel Pete, I think is great. Dominic Love, like I brought up before. Luther Burden, like they have some offensive pieces that can really, really be good. But the problem is Brady Cook is just not that quarterback right now they and they might have to find a different one pretty soon and looking at that roster you know that's they have you know four options that they could throw out there you know starting quarterback from sam horn four-star recruit still a freshman tyler makins had limited time in the starting role last season uh, do you think they make that switch at all if they really want to you know try to win games this season uh well you know i don't know if drink would do that um i think it's getting to the point now where Missouri's got such a difficult schedule ahead of them that, you know, I just don't know if, you know, he would make that change midway through the season. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, like I said, I just, if you want to get to bowl eligibility, which I, I feel less and less confident every day from Missouri, my change might need to be made. You mentioned that four-star freshman. Yeah. They, they might have to throw him out there just to see what the kids got. Um, I think another part that's come under a lot of fire, uh, this season is the O-line. Yeah, that's well, what I was going to bring up next. Yeah, Brady Cook has not been good this year, but I know a lot of people have uh, really gone in on the O-line. Uh, Javon Foster is a um, maybe a draft uh, prospect. Like, 
a day two prospect I've seen some places, day three other places. But outside of that, it's been pretty shaky, it's felt like. So what what have you really seen from Mizzou's O-line, and is it good enough for this team to maybe not worry too much about it, or is it really like the catastrophe that people think it is? Yeah, you mentioned, you know, Javon Foster um, it has graded out pretty well, and I think he could be a guy who plays on Sundays as well. Um, you know, just looking at the SEC East right now, Missouri's got the third highest graded offensive line in the SEC East. But, you know, they're not – it's a 64.1 overall grade. So overall in the SEC, there's not a ton of great offensive lines. Like Florida and Georgia are by far the best two in the SEC East right now. So Missouri, I would say, is probably below average offensive line. So, yeah, it's definitely not helping Brady Cook at all. But I do think, you know, a lot of the blame has to go on Brady Cook. A lot of the blame mm-hmm. has to go on, on that offensive line. And, yeah, it's, it's about an average to slightly below average offensive line, I would say, that Missouri has. I feel like it gets, oh, like, way overemphasized because of some of the penalties, especially, it like, does. Yeah. against Georgia. Um, you know, that can cause some problems. I mean, you mentioned I if, if I can flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Florida having one of the better offensive lines in the SEC. And, you know, this Missouri defense called, caused all sorts of problems. Um, you know, I know I've raved about, and we all kind of have about like Tyron Hopper all season, Isaiah McGuire, um, Max, can you break down some of these guys who, who's, you know, impressed you, um, who's like graded out well all season. And, and, you know, this has been the highlight of the team all year. Um, you know, what are some of the, the individuals doing, doing well and, and, you know, to earn them good grades and good performances. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, there, there are definitely some guys in Missouri that have graded out pretty well. Chad Bailey is our highest-graded defender on Missouri right now, the linebacker. He's got a 91.3 coverage grade, which is absolutely <sighs> outstanding. Wow. Um, so, yeah, this is, like, like I mentioned, like this defense is doing pretty well. And, you know, Florida, you know, as much as Florida struggled offensively this year, like you, I mentioned before, like their offensive line is really, really good. Uh, Anthony Richardson is a is a big boomer bust quarterback. Like he could, you know, have a game of his life and beat a top ten team in Utah, and he could lose some games as well. But Chad Bailey is a great guy. Isaiah McGuire has graded out pretty highly for us too. Tyron Harper the same way. So Missouri, especially that linebacking core, I think has really been impressive with Chad Bailey and Tyron Hopper this year. Um, you know, the defensive line definitely has some improvements to make, but there are certainly some guys in this on this defense. I loved Chris Abrams drain before mm-hmm. the year. Uh, he's graded out, you know, decently for us, but I thought his versatility playing, you know, corner, a little bit of safety, slot corner. I loved his tape before this season began. And, you know, he's graded at about a 70 this year, so not great, but I still love that versatility he brings to that secondary. I was gonna I was gonna ask quick at, along those same lines. I know this was like way preseason and stuff, but he I mean, there are people who said like he's gotten like first round draft looks. I mean, yep. do, I mean, do you see him? Being like a day one or, you know, an early an early round pick still? Um, I don't know about now. I actually was one of those people. Like I dropped my top 32 prospects for the season. I had him, I think, right at 32. So I was a, I was a huge fan of him. Again, he's not played as well as I, I would expect um, or I expected him to play this year. But he's a guy that I could definitely see, you know, right now in the PFF draft board, which I admittedly do not make. My colleague Mike Renner, our lead draft analyst, makes it. He has Chris Abrams drain at number 38 overall right now. So we're talking okay. like early, early second round. Uh, Javon Foster, by the way, is number 55, too. So he's another second mm. round player for Missouri. So, yeah, I think Chris Abrams drain, if he has a good second half of the year, he could definitely move up into that first round range. Uh, kind of segueing, looking at the SEC East, uh, Mizzou's on bye this week, but some of these other teams, you know, still battling it out. I know you're a big Spencer Rattler guy. 
Um, can you talk a little bit about his kind of fall? Yeah, I, I was a big Spencer Rattler guy. <laughs> um, that, that, I think that's the important thing to uh, to put in here. Um, you know, my, my colleague Anthony Tresh still believes in him. Uh, I I have kind of fallen off that a little bit. He, I, I always said, you know, we're gonna find out exactly who Spencer Rattler is this year because I think two years ago in uh, in 2020 he was fantastic. Like he was literally one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I had him as the number one player in the draft. Uh, before you know the season began last year obviously last year was absolute disaster uh, we got benched for Caleb Williams he ended up transferring South Carolina I was excited to see him in South Carolina because I said to myself hey we're gonna find out who he is because South Carolina obviously doesn't have the same talent that Oklahoma had um, they're playing against really good defenses unlike Oklahoma as well and he's not lived up to it you know he's been one of the lowest graded quarterbacks in the country um, he's really just hasn't looked like that number one quarterback recruit that he was coming out of high school. So yeah, I, he's, he's been an issue. I think South Carolina deserves some of the blame too. Like their receivers have not looked as good. Jaheim Bell or tight end who I thought was great. He hasn't really done much this year. Um, their offensive line is not that great either. So, you know, there's definitely a lot working against him in South Carolina, but he hasn't really elevated his teammates either. So, yeah, I think the Spencer Rather hype has kind of died for me. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just like he he got – it was close, but like he had almost equal numbers to that Kentucky true freshman who did who got sacked like six times mm-hmm. in, right. that, against in their Kentucky, game. Yeah, um, yeah he, I, I don't know. I, I've been I've – been, he's fallen off my, my board mm-hmm. too. He's uh, sponsored by Canes though. That's I also kind of wanted to touch on that because Mizzou, yeah. the rest of their schedule, as um, Max said, it's tough. Um, but like we said, I mean, they play Tennessee. I think everyone can say that's a loss. Like Hendon Hooker has been like around the Heisman like race this year. That's just a really good team. But like other than that, I mean, Arkansas has looked really like really shaky. Kentucky without Levis looked terrible. Yeah, not good. And even with Levis, they've had moments where they've looked pretty vulnerable. South Carolina um, has not really lived up to it. And then Vanderbilt and New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, Mizzou sits at two and four right now. I mean, do you think there is a path? Like, who could Mizzou, like, really conceivably beat besides, like, Vanderbilt and New Mexico State remaining, remaining on their schedule, Max? Yeah, it's tough. You know, I, I talked uh, last week about Missouri, and I was saying, you know, I think they're about a four or five win team right now, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately will not get to that six win. But yeah, Vanderbilt is certainly a beatable team. I think South Carolina is definitely beatable for them. I, I, I do think they have a lot of good pieces on defense, South Carolina, is, especially Camp Smith or corner who might be the top corner in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like, you know, you guys mentioned, I, I think it's a great point that you guys brought up. Like, Kentucky, even with Will Levis, has looked beatable this year. Like, Will mm-hmm. Levis has really not graded well at all for us this year. And I think the top five fight for him is a little premature. He's a fifth-year senior. I think a lot of people forget that. Um, so he is a little bit older, and he's still not playing that well. Like, I think there's a lot of excuses being made for him. And I don't really understand the hype of, you know, including him with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud at the top of the 2023 draft. Like, I just – I don't see that. So, yeah, look, Tennessee's going to be a tough game for them. I don't think they can pull that out. But Arkansas's look beatable in some games. Obviously, New Mexico State, is, it should be a win. I think if you're going to get to that sixth win, and right now you have two, you got to beat Vanderbilt. you got to beat New Mexico State, obviously. And then you can sneak out one against South Carolina, and then maybe one more against either Kentucky or Arkansas. I think that's, that's the path for Missouri right now to get to that sixth win. 
Yeah, it's it's gonna That's, be tough. I think the consensus, but it's tough. I love the uh, anti Will Levis agenda. By the way, yeah. I do not like Will Levis at all. So. He, ate, he ate Gator after yeah. they beat Florida. Though. He he. Eats a banana. He that's had a banana great. with the, the peel on. Like, it's just a weird guy. I, weird. That's that's another thing. I mean, Will Levis. Even today, there was talk like from uh, a draft analyst, Matt Miller, at ESPN. NFL teams like him at maybe one one, like first overall. And I just don't get it. Um, I mean, I guess we can talk about Will Levis quick. I mean, uh, a lot of knocks on him are that he is really bad with turnovers. He's older. I mean, what are your real like? What's like your in-depth thoughts on Will Levis? I, I liked him a lot last year. He graded really well last year, like a ninety grade grade. But like, I think like, uh, you know, you guys brought up the age. I brought up the age. I don't think anyone else is talking about it. I, I think a lot of people are just forgetting how old this guy is. And you know, he was a guy like I personally. My hot take is that DJ Uyunglele right now is QB three in the twenty twenty three draft. And I don't think a lot of people are talking about it. You know, we're all of a sudden, you know, we're crucifying DJ for how bad he was as a true sophomore. When for Will Levis's first three years of college, he was sitting behind Sean Clifford at Penn State. <laughs> so, like, I don't know why we all of a sudden are like praising Will Levis for having a decent, you know, a really good fourth year. And then now he's like not that good in his fifth year. All of a sudden, DJ is lighting it up in his only third year of college, and nobody cares right now. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's got, like, the strongest arm probably in college football, so the tools are all there. He's two years younger than Will Levis. Like, I don't understand why DJ is not being back included. I think a lot of people wrote him off too early last year, and he's been excellent this year, and Levis has really just not impressed me that much this year either. So, yeah, I, I think – you know, he's got a good arm. I don't think he's as good as people make it out to be. And I think the age is a huge, huge thing that no nobody's really talking about right now. Like, why couldn't he beat out Sean Clifford for three years at Penn State? That's a real question. I think most of it is because James Franklin didn't recognize the talent he had. But at the same time, like, I don't know why we're just praising him for, you know, his fourth and fifth year and we're writing off DJ for his second year of college. Like, I think that's a little bit unfair. Well, Max, I'm going to put you on the spot here, and you know we got to wrap it up here in a few minutes. But you're a fast food addict. Uh, you say that it's in your bio. You know we're segueing here, but who? What's the top three? We want to know. Ooh. We want to know. Oh. The top three. Should we do Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore. Give, give us a Mount Fine. Rushmore. I'll give you a Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Okay. Yeah. I I I have to be a recovering fast food addict because you know it's just. <laughs> Once you're in college, like it's great and all, and then you get out of it, you're like, wow, my metabolism's just gone. So I just can't, I can't be eating like I was in college. You guys need to enjoy it as much as you as, as you possibly can. Uh, Mount Rushmore, though, I think McDonald's is reliable. I think you know it's not going to be the best, but it, it's so reliable, it's everywhere. You got to put it up there. Um, I think Chick Fil A has to be up there as well. I I, I love Chick Fil A. Uh, I don't know if you guys have it down south. Smashburger is awesome. I've heard, I yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never okay, had it. Okay, good. Yeah, I would definitely try it. I, I love Smashburger. Um, I need one more, right? Yep. Ooh, that's tough, man. Do you guys have any uh, that you want to shout out? Because I'm trying cookout? to think of one right now. You ever been I to like cookout? Cookout's cheap, dude. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. how cheap Cookout is. It's I've, really I've good. I it's love Bojangles. Bojangles is Bojangles fantastic. Is good. Um, yeah, Bojangles is good. I'm trying to think of it. Like, I mean, I know you probably even. I don't know if you've ever been to a Waterburger. Oh, Waterburger. No, yeah. I've heard about it though. Yeah. I need. I need to try it. But yeah, I would. Yeah, I think one of those could be a good fourth. But yeah, those those top three for me are pretty hard to beat. 
It's solid. All right, last question, though. Uh, your new house guy went to Syracuse. So this is probably yeah. the biggest game in the last 10 years for the Orange to, or Saturday. Against uh, NC State? Yeah, they're both oh, ranked. Yeah, but like, They're both ranked teams. On. And so what's your score prediction? So I actually was on Locked On Syracuse this morning with my good buddies who actually host that show, and we were talking about it. There hasn't been a, a ranked game in the in the Dome in 21 years. So, yeah, it's, it's the biggest game for Syracuse in over two decades. Uh, I would say Syracuse 24, NC State 21. However, I feel like you can't predict that game until t- kickoff tomorrow because NC State quarterback Devin Leary is questionable for that game. If he plays, I think NC State wins in a close game. If he doesn't play, I think Syracuse wins in a close game. So my prediction kind of hinges on his health right now, but I will go with my alma mater and take Syracuse in that game. Very nice. Uh, I have I have one quick more one more quick thing because Kenny said um, I could throw like a player at you and you might just like you know could give me a quick an- analysis on him. I was watching some sure. highlights the other day. I'm sticking the SEC. Uh, what are your thoughts on Evan Stewart, the true freshman receiver from Texas A&M? Dude, I love him. I thought he was I love great. Him. Oh, I love him. I guess Alabama as well. Like, yeah. He was awesome. He was another guy, top 10 recruit. I believe he's the number two receiver behind Luther Burden, actually, in that class. And, you know, his his comparison coming out of high school is like Odell Beckham Jr., which is like very, very lofty comparison for him. But he's got great speed. He's got really good hands. He had an amazing catch at the end of the game uh, against Alabama. Again, unfortunately, like Luther Burden, he's kind of in a tough spot right now because Haynes King is one of the worst quarterbacks in the SEC, <laughs> possibly in the country. Uh, Max Johnson was okay. Uh, I think, you know, Texas A&M's got a five-star freshman and Connor Wagman there. They might need to give him a shot, man, because it is not pretty under Haynes King right now. So hopefully Evan Stewart gets a better quarterback throwing the ball, but I think he's got unbelievable potential. There we go. That's That that proved, that proved <laughs> Kenny's point right there. I could yeah. just throw it out, and there you go. Um, well, Max, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Um, we thank you for taking the time. We are going to send it to a quick break. That was PFF college football analyst Max Chadwick. We'll be right back with quick hits on the other end. It is 322 here in Columbia. Back in a moment. I know marijuana is harmful. I know it can't improve my game. My friends and I have faced many battles, and we have always dueled without drugs. I wouldn't be the world's best duelist if I smoked marijuana. It would disappoint my friends and lower my concentration. And losing control with drugs is one duel I don't want to have. I must stay healthy and keep my friends close if I want to defeat my opponent's monsters. I will never dishonor myself or my friends by using drugs. That's playing a game I can't win. Honor. My anti-drug. Lovely cushion header. Pajero! Box to Box is back and better than ever. Join myself, Jack Nolan, and my brand new co-host, Grant Salzman, to break down the world of Premier League and Champions League football. We have a ton of build-up to the 2022 Men's World Cup in Qatar, and of course, a fair few rants about U.S. Men's National Team Manager, Greg Berhalter. So if you want to stay up to date on the footballing world, tune in to Box to Box, Mondays at 10 a.m. on KCOU. That's astonishing. It's Tommy is smoking a cigarette, creating his own smog cloud. 
Tommy's up to bat. Tommy smokes because he thinks it makes him look grown up. But watch what smoking does for him. <coughs> that coughing is one thing. It keeps him from playing his best. You're out! Don't smoke. It doesn't make you grown up. It makes you a loser. Play. Sir. KCOU 88.1 FM. We just got done talking a little Mizzou and college football with PFF college football analyst Max Chadwick. Um, we're diving into quick hits now. Good stuff. It's 325. We're back. Um, Jersey of the Week's getting saved for later. We won't spoil. Um, so I guess right into spelling bee. Kenny, yeah. what's, the, what's the spelling bee? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, spelling bee this week, since Mizzou is on by, is the 1993 Washington Bullets. Uh, Jack's friend Katie. Uh, <laughs> I asked her for a random sports team in a random year, and she said the 1993 Washington Wizards, which is not a basketball team, so I had to go with the Bullets. The Bullets, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to need you guys to get it's, off the dock. Actually, actually, close yeah. your computers. I'm off I the dock. No, I don't believe you. Close both your computers. <laughs> All right. So uh, Luke Magnanti of Cup of Rose sitting out there right now, and he said, "I know you're not going to be able to pronounce the name, and I still don't know how to pronounce it." Oh, great. So, He's not listening. Wait, oh, have we said the text, by the way? Phone number. Uh, okay. 573-557-5134. Uh, did you? Oh, I beat you to it. <gasps> Why didn't you do anything? 573-557-5134. I did tweet it. What twice. are you doing? I think it'd be funny to just let him say it and not say, <laughs> did you tweet it? No, you can't let him off the hook like that. 557-5134. Did you tweet it? Yeah, there you go. Did you? Okay. Good tweet. Uh, so it, the first, tweet the number. The first guy for the 1993 Washington Bullets. Also, do you not know who Rex Chapman is? I feel like I do, but I thought he was a baseball player. He's on Twitter. He's a basketball player. He played at Kentucky. Now he's big on Twitter. He's in, kind of a basketball analyst. He steals content from other people. Maybe that's why I know him. I, I probably know him as his, the analyst. Pro, I didn't know he was a player. His profile picture is uh, the guy who sings Purple Rain. Uh, what? This I, is, this I have is no letting idea. us know how young we Prince? are. Yeah. Prince? Oh, 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 Prince. Are you kidding me? It's Prince spinning a basketball I had, on his a, I had the wrong. I had, never mind. Yeah. I had the wrong guy. Um, okay, so the first wrong guy, George Pickens. Uh, Marison. George. Okay. G E O R. Nope. What? Peyton. Oh, it's wait. Never mind. <laughs> it's not like spelled like Jorge. That's anything, what I. Is that's, it? That's oh, is it not? No. So George. Yeah. Is it like one of those weird like George like kind of yeah G H. Yep. E O R G E? No. Dang. R G H E. Mirasan is what a M. Stupid <laughs> name. Whoa, come on, man. M U R E S with hey, like a little George accent. George Mirasan, you are officially banned from the unwritten rule for having a dumb name. It, the bottom of the S has like a little like accent mark coming off the bottom of it, and it's A N. Yeah. Okay, second wait, wait. guy, Gerald Patio. <laughs> Patio? Yeah. Gerald Patio. Patio. Padio. 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 Oh, I thought it was really Patio, like just P A T I O. Gerald just... Padio. Am I going first? Yeah. Gerald Padio. G E R A L D. Correct. Padio. Yeah. P A D I L L O. No. That's fast. P A D I O. No, P A D D I O. Oh, oh, that was close. Oh, yeah, I haven't had a week where you've, where you've gone 0 for 4 there. All right, well. 
Here's the, the here's Florida the third one was one. hard. X Xavier Howard was impossible. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Max Chadwick for following me back on Twitter, by the way. Thank you, Max. You just liked the tweet, too. Yeah. Uh, um, Calbert. Oh, thank you, Max, Cheney. for following me back as well. Calbert Cheney is the third player. Calbert Cheney. <laughs> wait, wait. Is this a drink What's from Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Cup of Bro. I bought a Calbert Cheney today into the show. I'm going to say the Calbert Cheney was a 7.4, Nolton. <laughs> was a what? The Calbert Cheney, you gave it a 7.4 oh, out of 10. Uh, yeah, I'm going with 6.9, uh, just like Calbert Cheney's nice. height in real life. Calbert uh, Cheney. Wait, what's his first name? Calbert. Calbert. <laughs> You're saying it all in one. Yeah, because that's how you say someone's name. One go. That's why I thought it was a Sorry. drink. Sorry, here. Jack Knowlton. Thank does you. that help? Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Calbert Cheney. Calbert? Yep. C A B. No, sorry. Calbert? Calbert. C A L B. Yep. E R T? Hmm? Cheney. C H I N. Nope. Oh. C H E E N Y? Nope. C H E A N E Y. I hate the bullets. <laughs> the bullets suck. Yeah, we all about to go for four. Tom Gugliota. Gugliota? Is this one name? Yeah, is it Gugliota? Oh. Do you know who this is? You yeah. do not know who this is. T O M G U G L I O T T A. Correct. Yep. One for four. I know who Bad that is. 250. We're getting guys. a view. We're, yeah, we're getting a view that I should know who that is, but I don't know who that is. Uh, he knew yeah. all the players. I didn't even. Sure. I, I did not I, cheat. Everyone can yeah, verify. That's this. fine. That's fine. Yeah. Right. If you guys cheated, you would have gotten more than one. Yep. That's what we well, want. You. That's what we want. That's you to how think. we get you. One time I cheated and almost still spelled it wrong. Was it last week? Yeah. No. It was. It was the first time I did it, and I couldn't see the name very well because I was being shown it through like with a third party, and I like almost read it wrong. It still like <laughs> messed it up. All right. Uh, best beat of the week. Bills two and a half on FanDuel over the Chiefs. Yeah. I picked this in the, I would not have picked this. I, picked, I, I gotta take it. I know I'm with it. Short no, week, this was short also, week for the Chiefs. This is also Aaron my, my friend Aaron gave me a random game or random team and so I took that bet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could have gone like, like over it. on passing this, yards or something. I picked this the yeah. cup shout out just us plugging cup of bro constantly on the show. But I they did their their um spread, their four point their mm-hmm. four game thing. I picked the Bills. I, I picked, picked the I'm Bills because I had to pick between two and like I didn't want th- I think the Bills will win. I just think short week for the Chiefs. Oh, that know. doesn't the matter. Bills it's Patrick always, Mahomes. No, the Bills always beat them in the regular season, then the Chiefs win the playoffs. I still, That's how I'm it not, goes. I would never ever touch a bet betting line in this game. I don't know. Mitch Morse plays for the Bills. Correct. Um, he went to Mizzou. Dirty Bird of the Week. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is about. It's the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, you were gone for this. Me and Peyton instilled a baseball ban until the St. Louis Cardinals were eliminated Yeah, we were from not going to talk about the playoffs uh, until the Cardinals were eliminated. And they were. And they were. Woo! All you dirty birds. Yeah. Oh, it was really. No, but real talk. It was, I mean, watching uh, such great legends like, I mean, Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols, their final two camera shots of them as players were them looking dejected in the dugouts. I mean, those two legends going out in a lineup that scored zero runs against the vaunted Philadelphia Phillies bullpen and pitching staff. And, I mean, Adam Wainwright, that might have been his last game. He didn't even get to pitch. That's just tears my heart up. You know, really makes me sad. sad. So sad. I mean, they're the best fans in baseball. They don't deserve to go out like that. definitely not. I mean, they've just, they've got a perennial wild card contender as an organization right now. And, you know, I, I feel so bad for them. I mean, that just... It, they they deserve so much more. They really they, do. They really do. St. Louis deserves a lot more. So sad. So Why'd sad. you just break into a Donald Trump impression? 
<laughs> Regardless. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they're the Dirty Birds, so we can now talk about baseball again. The playoffs the, are you're, back, You're going to get baby. the Cardinals fans too riled up if you do yeah. that. <laughs> oh, boo! <laughs> no, if you, if you break into oh, the Trump. Oh, if I do the Trump. Yeah, 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 they're like, they're like, oh, he's our fan. I'm not going to make any... He's a fan of our Noted team. fan. I'm not going to yeah, go any further baseball, with this pit. We, we, can now, we can now talk about baseball. Speaking uh, of baseball... Peyton, what is the best thing you learned this week about baseball? Oh, best thing well I learned this week, the greatest pitcher of all time, the big unit. Pedro Martinez? Yeah, sure. Randy Johnson. He is now a photographer for well, football games. I mean, that, I had no idea. Um, his logo for his company, do you know what it is? It's like a dying bird. It's a dead bird yeah. because he hit the bird with the pitch. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, Randy Johnson in addition to being the best pitcher to ever walk the face of the earth, is also um, a very good photographer because he goes to NFL games and everything. So Very nice. Congratulations, Randy Johnson. Well done. Kenny? Uh, best thing I learned this week, I was just searching the word sports on Google and found this one article <laughs> that says Kirk Cousins has in quotes, plenty of money, is aware he's not cool. So I thought it was a pretty funny headline. I read it, and he was on part of my take, and it was one question with the quarterback. Yeah. And I don't know which of the hosts asked him, but they said, how much money do you have? And he just said, I have plenty. I'll say that. And then I think the other one was like he made it known that he knows he's not cool. Yeah, he was like, he was like if I wear a plaid shirt... Oh, here it is. I have the quote. Yeah. I would agree anything that I do is no longer cool. When I wear the plaid uh, button down to week one, it... It looks like I got it from Coles, but if Justin Jefferson wears the same plaid button-down to next week's press conference, everybody in Minnesota is buying a plaid button-down. I'm fully aware of that. I, I will that. say, I Kirk Cousins, Kirk. Like, I don't think he's a good quarterback, but just the things he does on the field and the discourse that surrounds him makes him the funniest quarterback yeah. in the NFL to follow. It is really hilarious. I know he's been around for a long time. Do you know how many year, what year this is for him? In the NFL? Like 10. Nine, I think. 11. 11? Wow. Yeah. He was drafted in 11? Yeah, and so how much Gosh. money do you think I did he not, has? That means Robert Griffin was probably Oh, it says him. it in there. Yeah, in this article it says how much money he's made. Just from the NFL? Yeah. I can't even... $114 million. Probably more. More than that. Yeah. Like, Two, well, $215 million. Than, you're getting close. It was double say, of your first... Well, more than double of your first one. Um, I would say two, like, 40. Close. 231. Okay. Not as bad as Matt And Ryan. that's just from the NFL. Yeah, that's according to Spot Track, so it's it's probably just uh, contract earnings. Yeah, nice. I mean, he got the first fully guaranteed contract in NFL history. The $86 million mm -hmm. one from the Oh, Vikings. yeah, that's yeah. right. Shout out. Um, best thing I learned, I have two. Um, I was watching a high school football game, and I did not know this was a rule. Basically, the team that was losing... They were or they were down by like two or one or whatever, and the other team had to punt from their own end zone. And apparently, when you when you just fair catch a punt, there's a rule that allows you to just attempt a free kick field goal from oh, the yes. spot that you yeah, catch you it. Yeah, you can do that. So they kicked the punt. The punt was really bad, and it landed at the the receiving team's like the receiving team received it at the punting team's like 37 yard line. So they kicked like a 40 yard field goal and won the game on a free kick. Mm. What, what was this? In high school. High school football game? It was a high school football like game. There's, school a high weird, football. there's a weird yeah. free kick rule in the NFL, too. Yeah. I forget. I'd have to look apparently, it up. Apparently, wherever yeah. you field a fair catch punt, you can attempt a field goal from that yeah. spot. What if you, you miss can, it? Like, do you still get the ball? 
I no. think you no, you give it up right after. Yeah, but it's Wait, like so no, the punting team gets different. to kick it. No, it's uh, the different. Team, it's the different. The punting team punt it, but at the spot that they it's fair not like they it. just got it and then immediately yeah. attempted a field goal. It it's a like, free kick. It's it was a different like the, thing. Yeah, it was at like the thirty, and they just attempted. So there's a field. no blockers, nothing. No, right? it's, it's just, just a free kick. Yeah. Just a snap. Yeah, yeah. I've totally for that is a rule. Yeah. I totally forgot about I'd it. I've never known about that until I saw the video. Whoever that coaches. Genius. Bravo. That is really wow. smart that he knew that rule. Yeah. Because so. I guarantee 95% of head high school coaches don't know that. Yeah. So I had that, and then I, I have a fan submission of one. Not unintentionally. Um, it was a It's a little bit of an intramural basketball. Just I think this is the epitome of intramural sports. So I'm going to read this text that I sent. So my friend is a ref for intramural basketball at his college. And he, he texted me and said, so his last game started at 10 p.m., and the gym that they play and closes at 11, so it can be like tight at the end. It was a 10-point game, and the losing team kept fouling to extend the game, even though they had no chance. One of the supervisors who was scorekeeping was telling the losing team that the lights were going to turn off um, and to just stop fouling and give up. So then one of the players flipped off all of the lights, and I had to give them a technical foul, and it was just a chaotic final two minutes of the, <laughs> of the game. So my friend gave a player a technical for turning the lights off in the gym. That's so funny. Which I think, I think it's a good strategy. Just uh, it, it's when funny. you're losing, just flip off the lights. Yeah. And then this is done. Or you play. In, I wish they had played in the dark. Play the whole game and the, yeah, the, rest, the rest of the game. I think there's some injury concern in there. Oh, I mean, there's no windows probably. Oh, it's just pitch black. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's probably a little. Okay, back dangerous. to that kick. I don't understand it. So, so no, it's punting, a free kick. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> like, I, have, I keep so, thinking about it. So the punning team like punted it from their own end. Can, can give me like time at the, the game. like one time in the. I, this was not at the end of the game, but the 49ers, when they had Phil Dawson as their kicker, they fielded, they fair caught a kickoff. Uh-huh. And they attempted like a 70 yard free yeah. kick with Phil Dawson, and they missed it by like that much because there's no blockers or anything. You don't have to like. So you can run up You can from take really a far, huge like a run up. It's like a whole different thing. It's not just a normal field goal. No. So when you do the free kick and you snap it, so it's just a long snapper, the holder. Well, you get a tee too, I no, believe. I, I you can think, tee it? I, yeah, you do it I think they teed it up. Oh okay. So See, in my mind, it's just like when you you're like losing your steps to me because you're not like going at the same pace all the time. Like you're just going at your own pace, and in my mind, I feel like you're gonna mess up. You know what I mean? Because you're not on the same. Well, like what do you mean? So you know, like how um, like kickers are like very methodical. Like everything needs to be yeah. like, the same thing every time. But now you're just yeah, running up is. to a T almost. After yeah, but you just, fair, it's like on a kickoff. Here, listen. So he oh. could like set it up oh, like so it was like a, a kickoff. kickoff. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. After a fair catch, an NFL team has the right to take a free kick from the line of scrimmage on the next play. If the kick goes through the like, that's just what it is. And a free kick is like where you don't. There's no it's rushers. Like a yeah, it's like you can get. I believe you can have a tee. So what if you miss? Is it the other team's ball? Yeah, yes. they from get the it. That's why the 49ers did it at the end of the half once because the half expired. Half is over. Yeah. So say you fair catch it at like the 25. Right, and you can kick it from there. That's what happened. Oh. Yeah, so, so they, they had a it. It garbage was a really, punt. It was a really bad punt out of the end zone, and they caught it at like the at like the like thirty or whatever, and just tried like a forty some odd field goal essentially on a free kick. So like it's high school, but if they can take a free kick, they're probably going to make it, and they didn't win the game. It's like time expiring. Yeah, it was oh, like the wow, very it was really the fourth cool. quarter end of the game. Instead of just having to like yeah, throw it's a quite deep literally yeah. called the fair catch kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that that was the best oh, thing I okay. learned. Oh, okay. No, it, took it has me a to while be. When I was like, yeah. how is this last? That makes so sense now. It yeah. does have to be a place kick or a drop kick. Okay. So they do have to have a hole. Yeah. Here. So, but I don't think you have to snap it or something like that. They didn't. The video, it, like, I don't think they snapped it. I think it was just the guy on the knee holding the ball, and they just like went. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's that. Props to that coach. That's yeah. genius. Smart, smart coach. Yeah. That's really. It's like smart. that guy in Arkansas that doesn't go for it. He only goes for it on fourth downs and only tries he, um, two point conversions. He actually got a college job. Really? Um, at Presbyterian oh, in yeah. FCS, and he was horrible. Oh damn! It, yeah. it did not work. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Um, all right, ratio. Before we go to break, or do we not? Uh, well, it's gone. It's I, gone. I found. Yeah. I just found where the tweet would have been. What it was. It was like some guy named Tim Burke. Yeah, I can't. It, like, it just says it's the tweet is deleted. Name. Okay. So the, he was getting ratioed hard because he said, like, the Mets-Padres um, playoff game in Russia was not commercial-free. And he was advocating that the Mets, like, play footage of, like, the Russian bridge in Crimea getting blown up because it's a oh big Lord. it was it was a stupid tweet it yeah. was a really dumb tweet Deserve. i read it like 6 times i had no idea what he was talking yeah, about yeah i finally on like the 10th time i reread it i understood what he was saying because like in russia ukraine's whole war right, right now that was like really embarrassing for Russia that their bridge got blown up so they're showing baseball instead of like no they were just showing baseball cuz it's baseball oh um but there were no commercials oh. and so he was saying the Mets should play the bridge getting blown up on the video board. Oh my god! So Russia would have to see it. And I was like, "That's just that's just terrible." It's a baseball game. But yeah, he got ratioed. It's a baseball game. He got ratioed game. into deleting the tweet. So yeah, the tweet yeah. was not there you're an, anymore. You're an idiot, Tim Burke. There you go. Um, we'll take we'll Tim Burke on a, Twitter, not my mom's friend Tim Burke. Oh yes, no, Timothy sorry. Burke is the dude's exact name. I didn't know there was a Timothy someone, Burke. Never mind, I, it's not Tim Burke. Okay, Timothy Burke is an idiot. Tim Burke, I don't, I don't know. Yep. I'm sure he's very nice. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll go to break. When we come back. We have another guest joining us for NFL picks. Um, week seven, six, six, six. It's six. Um, I can't count. It's week seven college football. That always trips me up because it's a week ahead. Um, we get back. We'll have week six NFL picks with our special guest. It is 341 Central Time here in Columbia. Back in a moment. The Missouri Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Guard will pay up to 100% of your tuition for up to 39 credit hours per academic year at 90 colleges and tech schools across the state. You're eligible as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time in the Missouri Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, meth. Oh, meth. My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up.
Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Jack Golden, Peyton Haverman, Kenny Van Doren. Um, we're going to roll right into NFL picks, but of course, we need a guest, um, and we're excited about this one. We've got a we got a special guest uh, for NFL picks. Um, everyone give a nice and second guest of the show, which I think mm-hmm. doesn't happen often. Nope. Um, we thank Max again for coming on um, in the first part of the show, but we are bringing in none other than the sports editor at the Columbia, Missouri, and of course the the paper that the three of us here chaps write for. So correct. Um, everyone give a nice uh, unwritten welcome to Missourian sports editor Pete Bland. Pete, welcome to the Unwritten Rule. Thank you. How's it going? Oh, we're good. It's we're been good. a long time. Been a long time since I've been on the KCOU uh, airwaves. I think back when I was in school, maybe maybe once or twice since then. But uh, in the sixties, we're talking. Right? Yeah, we're talking sixties. <laughs> That's a Joel Joel Lorenzi uh, comment right there. Um, but nice. yeah, the uh, the early nineties. Very nice. Yeah, we're happy. We're happy to have you. We're happy to make your uh, uh, another reunion appearance somewhat. Um, before we get into yeah. picks, we did. I, I sent you a text. We did task you with um, with jersey of the week, technically. So did you did you think of one from from way back in the day, or because um, you you replied that you weren't much of a jersey guy, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, as I told you, I'm <laughs> not really a jersey guy, um, but you know, I'm all about. Uh, not trying to advertise for other people, but um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, I would say today the uh, the death of Bruce Bruce Suter uh, kind of brought oh, back yeah. memories when I was a when I was a young kid. Suter pitched for the Cubs before he did the Cardinals, and mm-hmm. I was a, a fan of him. I, I I don't know that I had a jersey, but. That was somebody whose you know baseball card I probably had and I treasured and valued. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm not so much a sports fan anymore. Um, if only the word the word fan it has some pretty negative connotations to me. But uh, I'm a sports follower, maybe an enthusiast sometimes. But <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so Suter. That's a that's a tough loss there for both Cubs and Cardinals fans, uh, especially. But and you know, still fairly pretty young. Um, yeah. You know, going at sixty nine these days, that's that's pretty young. So. Yeah, definitely. I th- I think it's a I think it's a great shout out, great sub for for Jersey of the Week for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we will roll into NFL picks then. We got to give uh, Kenny props though. Or are we? What do we? You want to give yourself props? I'll give myself props. Yeah. Fine. I uh, had the short. best, the best uh, streak or the best weekend Week. in the history of the Unwritten Rule picks. I went fifteen and one, and because of that, joke. The pick. one game, <laughs> there was a lot of joke picks, but I went fifteen and one. But I chose the Packers or the Giants. No idea why I did that. Like I have no no recollection of doing it. I, <laughs> I think my picks were messed up. I think someone did that. But because of it, I'm taking the Giants to win out. And I, I can't choose against the Giants ever again because oh of this gosh. because of that game. He's gonna sabotage his entire season for Giants for and Texans. The Giants and Texans just to pick them to win. And shout Let out Callum because he chose the Thursday night game for Pete and he got it All right. right. He so did. He's got me off to a good start. So you're, already, yeah. you're tied with Peyton for the lead. Yeah, shout out to Callum. Right. Um right. yeah, Peyton and uh Peyton and Callum both picked uh, the commanders. Kenny and I picked the Bears foolishly. And that is all um, we are going to say yeah, about that. Moving game. moving swiftly on. Um I probably would have picked the Bears, so thanks, Callum. <laughs> 
Much for Callum. Um, Ravens, Giants. Kenny, we already know Kenny's pick for this game. And the rest of us were, you know, wise and picked the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's yeah. You'll have to remind me of my picks. I don't. I've I've already forgotten them. I just <laughs> you, made them about did, two hours ago. You, yeah, but you picked the Ravens here. You did. I did pick the Ravens. No, yes. I'll remember them as you go along and yeah. announce them. Um, yeah. Colts Jaguars. We have a clean sweep of the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. The bounce back week. Yeah, good get right game. That, get right. That's one of those things year after year that the Jags go in and play tough against the Colts. Yeah. Some sometimes inexplicably, but yeah. They knocked him out of the playoffs last year. Yeah, last year last yeah. yeah. season. Yeah, that was embarrassing. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Patriots, Browns. Um, Pete, Kenny, and Peyton all picked the Patriots. I, I picked. I don't. I know picked why the Browns. I did this. I don't know why I picked the Browns. You're, you're rocking the with Patriots, Bailey Zappy. The Browns I'll, I'll get, keep it. Can't choose against Zappy. The Browns are going to get zapped. I have a bunch of brother-in-laws that will be at that game <clears throat> this weekend, and they are. Hardcore Browns fans, so they will not be happy with my pick there. <laughs> I went. I went with the Browns. I don't know why. I just. I, I have. A, I have a good feeling of. I think Bill can cook something probably. up on defense to keep Jacoby Brissett from ruining his team. Probably. I just, he knows Jacoby better than anyone. That is true. Actually, they did draft him. I'm a big uh, David and Joku fan. He had a good week last week. So I'm sorry. To He's hear back. That. Do you guys know that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Browns win. Me but, neither. This is a 50-50. Yeah. You know uh, the Browns safety uh, Grant Delpit. Yes, went to my high oh school. Oh my gosh! Oh my uh, lord! Moving off. You're a broken record. <laughs> Bengals, Bengals Saints. This was a clean sweep of the Bengals. Um, we're not rocking with with Andy Dalton. I don't know, man. Andy Dalton revenge fever. It's in the air. You it picked could the Bengals. Be I, well, because Wait, Andy I didn't know. starting this week. Yeah, Andy Dalton yeah. is starting. Can I change my pick? <laughs> I mean, there's no. I, I haven't tweeted the graphic. So, I'm changing yeah. my pick. All right. Saints for Kenny. Joe Burrow is not going to go back to his his uh, state where he spent two years of his life and win it win this game. Yeah, he's going to get he's going to heckled. Yeah. Um, all right, fair enough. Uh, Bucks Steelers. This was another. So you're changing team. your pick to the Saints because Andy Dalton's yes, starting revenge game. <laughs> also, do you know okay. high school? <laughs> okay. Do you know yeah. high school he went to? I don't Nick, care. Hold on. Stupid high school. It's not even your high school. <laughs> all right, Bucks Steelers. This was another clean sweep. The Steelers are bad. Yeah, um, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett I, 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 out, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, 49ers, Falcons. I used, so we've we've uh, introduced a new rule where one game we're allowed to use uh, a, d- a double point. We get two points. We're only going to do it during weeks with buys. Yeah, weeks yeah. with buys. I decided to use gotcha. mine, which maybe this was foolish, but I, I don't know. I pulled the trigger anyway. 49ers, Falcons. Um, Peyton, Kenny, and Pete all picked the 49ers. I picked the Falcons. And you locked it. And, and you're doubling it. down? I'm doubling wow. down on Marcus Mariota and, and Co. I got a good feeling. Is it because of the, that Mario poster that they yes, released? Yes, actually, yeah, that's exactly it. The Super Mario. Yeah. He's, he'll be back. He'll, he'll... Do you get penalized if you get that wrong? I mean, he's not going to get any points, and we're all going to get a point. Yeah. <laughs> he's wasting Whoa. two points here. I don't think he loses right, any, right? Right, Yeah. I, I, yeah, we, we're not as harsh. I don't get deducted okay, luckily. Okay, Um It's no... I, I can't be bad at this and Baker's dime a dozen, so I need something. Um, <laughs> Packers, Jets, Kenny uh, and Pete, both you, both you guys both decided to use your double. No, here, wait, wait, that own. was supposed to be me. Oh, sorry. sorry, I, I, no, I Pete, highlighted Pete has it too, and I have mine. Oh, Pete's double yes. yeah. this one. So oh, we have three locks. Three locks on this yeah. game. Um, My bad. I Peyton, meant to double down on this too. Yeah, Peyton and Pete are both doubling down on the Packers. Kenny is doubling down on the Jets. You can't pick against the Jets when the Jets and they have Zach Wilson. You just can't. <laughs> yes, you can no, you because can't. he's not good. <laughs> Neither are the Packers. Okay, they're better yeah, than but the, the Packers Jets. Packers at, at Lambeau. 
And there's yeah, Aaron against Rogers. the Jets. Yeah. yeah. It's a fortress. Yeah. Taking the Jets. He, I'll take the three-point so swing. We can't, the worst two part is here. we can't even really question him because what if he does it again? If he goes 15 and 1 again, <laughs> I'm not going to be pleased. Um, <laughs> Vikings, Dolphins, not much to say. Skylar Thompson is starting for the Dolphins. We all picked the, the Vikings. It's also here. Kirktober. It is Kirktober also. So. Um, Rams Panthers. This is shaping up to me to be like a bad game. Um, Peyton and Pete went with the Rams. Kenny and I went with the Panthers, and Baker Mayfield. I can't believe I'm yeah, picking I Baker can't believe. Like I know the Rams have been bad this year. You're picking Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. He finally got. He has a good coach now, Steve Wilkes. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> so I, defensive coordinator oh, last right. year. Yeah, Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes season. Um, yeah, I'd we'll always see. knew he'd parlay that defensive you coordinator get... job at Mizzou into a head coaching job. <laughs> right, right so. when the right the same week that a coach gets fired, you have to take that team. That's true. Like they're they're going to bounce back. Yeah, they're going to make back. some noise this week. And the Panthers also have the best backup quarterback in football oh history. Oh my gosh, Philip Walker. Okay, Philip Walker. That's his yeah, well, official oh, name. Really? It's PJ, well, but Pete is on my side, so I'm feeling pretty good about yeah. this one. Um, I like Pete's pick: Cardinals, Seahawks. Me and Pete both rocking with Geno, best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, Carl I'm not going to go against him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, PJ Walker's starting. Is he really? Yeah. yeah he's starting. Yeah. The game. Oh, I didn't Mayfield's even know out. that. That's what I thought. Can Somebody said, to... uh, Jack, you said Sands. Um, Baker. Baker, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Baker yeah, was out. Practice. Oh yeah. wow. Well, okay, that does. Yeah, I'm still picking the Rams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Peyton and Kenny both picked the Cardinals. They're fraudulent. Go Seattle. Um, I think I picked the Seahawks every game this year, which mm-hmm. is not smart. Why the Seahawks, Pete? I, Gino's hot. They're at home. You know. Cliff wow. Kingsbury is coach. I mean, yeah. the Cardinals are – neither one of those teams – I don't know. That's one of them that could go either way. I just like the Seahawks at home and the way Gino's playing. Mm-hmm. This game could overlap with game four of the ALDS if the Mariners win tomorrow. That's awesome. That affects yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't I don't care. <laughs> Um, I'm going to come back to Bill's Chiefs. Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles, we all picked the Eagles, I think, despite Cooper Rush's is success. Yeah, Cooper Rush season. is unbeaten. I'm also taking the Eagles to win out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl. That's, uh, that's so, surprising. I figured somebody would go with Cowboys, but... I don't know. It's hard to choose against Cooper Rush. It is. It it's is. It is. I, I hate doing it. I'm, but. I've been a Jalen Hurts truther for a long time, though, so i got to pick Yeah, I, I love Hurts. Yeah. Um, and then Broncos, Chargers, we oh, wait, all picked... Do you know where Hurts went to high school? Oh my God! <laughs> Broncos, Chargers. No one is is riding with Broncos country. I'd rather take the injured rib quarterback and and yeah, bolts up. No fans, but they're gonna win. Um, and then Bills, Chiefs. We all picked the Bills. I wanted to end with yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. I I like the Bills to to win and cover. I feel like they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. The Chiefs beat them in the playoffs. That's how. That's just how the that's how the story goes. I just genuinely you think, think that's going to play out that way this year too, is what you're saying. Yes, mm. I do. So I I'm mean, they the could. I, they have to get I over that hump. I think the Bills are going to get past that. Mm. Well, here in the regular season, and then also postseason too this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love if they <laughs> won the Super Bowl. And no one on that Chiefs defensive line is going to get to Josh Allen because Mitch Morse is there. Oh my God. <laughs> Missouri. Noted Kenny, noted Kenny interviewee Mitch yeah. Morse. He's, uh, yeah. I didn't know this, but he still lives in the KC area. Oh, very nice. So. Yeah, oh, that's nice. So there's a good preview for a story to come in the Missourian this <laughs> you just weekend. Got, you just yeah. got a task live on air. He's you already ju- told me to write. You it, just so. got a sign. <laughs> oh, well. You got it. You put it on the budget already. Yeah, <laughs> it's, look it's, at me planning yeah. ahead. There we go. There you good go, job, Kenny. Yeah. 
This is gonna infl- he's gonna get a big head now. This is not good. <laughs> Kenny's ego's inflated. All right. Um, well, we have to wrap things up. But Pete, thank you so much for joining us. We're glad you can make a little reunion to to the KCU yeah. airwaves. Good luck this week in picks. Um, yeah. And you too. In both this and the Baker's Diamond Dozen. I will send you mine. I know I have to buy it tonight. So. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. A fun thing is, uh, Pete's not with us right now. He's over the phone. He's only like a mile. Yes. Oh, really? I don't think yeah. anybody could hear that. <laughs> He's only. I, I had, I had five meetings today, so I <laughs> yeah, just Pete's and a busy one of them, man. one of them just lasted right until right before you called. So, mm-hmm. well, the I f- would have, I would have gladly made my way over there. I would like to we'll see the facilities. Back, yeah, Pete will be back. Well, just because of that, I'm going to start using the Oxford comma. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All you're right, going to start that? using it, or are you going to continue? Oh, no. oh, 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 o